Don't do it, bloodbath. Four. Don't do it, bloodbath. Three. He gon' do it, white boy. Two. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Firefly. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. Popping those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my was power, earth two with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comment facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Benty. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P Features. Hello, Internet. And then there's Huey. What's going on? What's going on? Oh, what's going on? What's going on, baby Huey? Taking over for my work because he's not here. He's out with late shift. Yeah, features. He's what's been cheating on late shift on? with you. What? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that, features? About what? He's cheating on who now? Late shift is with Mauer now. Oh, I've moved on. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Mauer can have him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Wednesday show. If you're new around here, that's where we talk about the news. The new news. Yeah, we got uh, we got some, it's not like the most news that we've ever had, but it's like shocking stories. So we, we've, we've got enough. Uh, like, for example, there's the DC bloodbath, which we'll get into in more detail. <laughs> Chilling. And then there's also the New York Comic Con is still open for business. Quick edit. Ignore everything we say about New York Comic Con. The next day after recording this, they officially canceled. So ignore everything about New York Comic Con being open this year. And finally, agents, no more. Yay! No! I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just open up with this New York Comic Con news before we get into comics, just because, first off, I don't know where to fit it. But second of all, it's just infuriating. So That's what she said? I don't... How, how is that what she said? She know where to fit it? Infuriating. But you oh, know, you're talking about where to fit it in the show? Jeez, man. <laughs> that, I was drinking, I couldn't... That was rough. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare. All right. So New York Comic Con, I don't know if everybody's aware. But if we give a little bit of a breakdown on 2020 so far, there's been this pandemic. <laughs> so most things. The what? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It's this crazy little thing that's you know been been. You know, it's gonna go away soon though, right? It's it's been. It's, We've been told that by you know, the higher ups. It's just it's just it's just consumed all of life. <laughs> you, uh, and like the world. Yeah. So the world, Craig. <laughs> the world uh yeah it's if you're unaware there's this pandemic going on and and right now it's not really safe um to be in large gatherings and to not keep six feet apart to you know make sure you're socially distancing make sure you're putting on a mask but apparently new york comic-con thinks that they're going to be able to pull this off at the javits center and i don't know if you've ever been to new york comic-con but the concept of social distancing there seems like the biggest Beep show I have ever heard of in my life. Like, Features and I almost decked a couple people 
just because of how crowded it was. If I hadn't been like extremely tired, nah, people were definitely close to getting the hands. Features stopped me from jabbing a dude with an umbrella. <laughs> I a, did. That's a true story. Uh, I'm just sitting there with my umbrella. This guy just keeps <laughs> keeps hitting me with his elbow, and I just wanted to give him a quick one on the ribs with the umbrella. He's like, "Don't do it." I'm like, "All right, man." Uh, but point my point is, is that the idea of the Javits Center being able to keep up with the demand of New York Comic Con as well as keep everybody safe just doesn't seem feasible. It's it's way too much in that short period of time. Uh, and ever and crazier than that is a lot of people assumed that they were going to be closed. Like they, it wasn't going to happen. So because of that, there's a lot of writers and artists who didn't sign up. And be, the way that Read Pop has a tendency to work is, you know, they 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 tend to bring people back that they know um, will influence the the con as a whole. So people who bigger names or definitely bringing in money or bringing in crowds, they're gonna get seen first. So if you've been going there uh, historically uh, as a as a writer or an artist in Artist Alley, that helps you continue to stay in Artist Alley. The it gives more, you more uh, seniority. Exactly. So that seniority is at risk for a lot of people who didn't sign up and who are like, you know, to be honest, I don't think I want to be there, which is fair. Like I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely not signing up for a press pass. Like, no, not happening. No, no, no. <laughs> nope. Ha, ha, uh, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not into that at all. So, more news to come if they actually do uh, decide to close the doors for New York Comic Con this year. But as of right now, they are open. Uh, you know, I'm gonna miss seeing our our, our our normal folks there. You know, the the Pete's Basement crew. Uh, librarian Kate, like we've 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 got a group there now. I mean, who who does this? They, they yeah. think they are like they're the NFL. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that joke flies well on this show. Uh, <laughs> so let's. Uh, Features gets it. He does. Maybe. You can't nod Dude, your head. You cannot nod your head on a audio <laughs> podcast. You would think after five years we would have gotten this together. And just just for everybody's aware. Features has been making music since before I've known him. This man's been in front of a mic for longer than I have, and yet still nods when asked on an audio podcast. <laughs> it's a thing, you know. It's more than a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the bloodbath. That's a good segue. <laughs> Uh, so this is another breaking news story. There's not a lot to be told right now because uh, it's it is happening as we speak. But word is there's a bloodbath going on over at DC and Warner Brothers in general right now with their new CEO kind of making waves on what he'd like to see out of the company. And one of the big changes that he's making is to the higher ups at DC Comics. So DC Entertainment as a whole really is most executives are on the chopping block and there's going to be a lot of restructuring. Uh, at the end of this, we don't know exactly who's going, but apparently this goes all the way up to the editor in chief. So the the article so basically states, no one's safe. No, no one You're fired. Well, we saw what happened to Dan DiDio. Like we saw that. Like that was that was wild to begin with, right? So they they just stormed the DC headquarters and just like escorted dude out. Like no, no, no. This is this is the last day. Five G's not happening on our watch. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Uh, and you would have thought that it was just about 5G, but apparently this restructuring has a lot to do. And again, this is all rumor. No one can confirm anything. But it has to do with uh, sales over quarantine. So remember when DC made this whole big to-do about switching distribution channels and they were going to go with smaller mom-and-pop shops to try and keep comics going to local shops? Well, they did right. not make money back <laughs> like they thought they would. No. They assumed they were going to get diamond money. They definitely didn't. So because of that, uh, that that's the assumed reason. Uh, maybe assumed is not a, bad, a good word. A rumored reason uh, for it's why. One, it's definitely one of them. Yeah. For why this restructuring is happening. Uh, and it's because DC Comics sales haven't proven to be what Warner Brothers wants it to be. So besides Dark Knight's Metal and like the Batman book, essentially, that's right. it. That's all they really have got that's bringing in a lot of money. So with that being said, it's going to be very interesting in the next week or so to see what happens to DC Comics. I mean, we might see a pretty crazy shift to like digital only or no, no monthly books. Like what if it just becomes graphic novels and that's it? It was funny, too. The graphic novels were the only thing that were actually selling. Well, and, and why was that, I Baby mean, Huey? Because uh, Barnes and & Nobles and, and stores like that are open during everything, so they were able to be sold. So, I mean, it, it was, it's, in, it's interesting to see what's going to happen over the next couple months. Cavage. No, I was going to say, uh, I'd probably be cool with that. But also, I mean, when you look at things, the, the moves that they tried to make, to to compensate for, you know, breaking apart from Diamond. Diamond was the house, and you, you never go against the house. I mean, well, if we're in terms of, in terms of like you know gambling. In that well, sense. I like the idea of going against the house. I do. I like shaking that up. Like the house I like always wins. I like Diamond not being the end all be all of distribution of comics. I think I think that's a good idea. Um, but I don't know if. The gamble during the quarantine was the best time, but they didn't have much of a choice because they weren't, Diamond wasn't shipping anything. So it was like, all right, well, what do we do? If now that we know that Warner Brothers was looking at, at you know, axing most of the staff, I can see why they decided to go with other distribution channels. It's probably, probably the editor chief going, hold on, hold on. What if we just find some other people to give comics? Can I keep my job? <laughs> Um, so we'll see. We'll see what goes. I mean, uh, apparently, I haven't heard anything about Jeff Johns or, or Jim Lee. Like, they're apparently fine. Um, their names were not mentioned, but it was a lot of other execs that are might not make it. And I will say, as a comic collector, I'd be annoyed to lose my monthly books. But as a comic fan and reader, I would love to not have to wait a month to find out where the story goes. Have we checked True. to see if uh, Jim Lee's on vacation again? <laughs> I guarantee you. They, and somebody at Warner <laughs> Brothers was like, dude, go on vacation. <laughs> Just don't be at the office. He was on vacation last time. Uh, all right. So more to come on that. We'll keep you informed as this story breaks. But let's start moving into some actual comic news on what's happened in some of the books. And the first one we're going to do just to get it out of the way is Exo Man of War. Because as hey. awesome as he is, a lot of people still don't care. Um, about what the fourth largest, fourth largest, third largest connected universe, third, third largest. Um, uh, third. so feature, yeah, third, third. Talk to me about Exo Manowar. Okay, so for those of you who don't know who Exo Manowar is, not ex excluding the ones that don't care, uh, <laughs> you don't know Exo Manowar is kind of like variants version of Iron Man. Um, he was a knight. In the olden times, and uh, somehow ends up on a spaceship, and 
Well, he gets injured and then ends up on a spaceship and then gets the suit of armor, which, you know. And taken to modern times, essentially. Yeah. I mean, he, he he wakes up in modern times because he's it, been out for that long on a ship I, in an exoskeleton suit. To this day, the only real iteration of Exo Man of War I know is from the Iron Man Exo Man of War crossover game, <laughs> which that game yeah. was dope. And that it was a big that game was a big deal. I wish I got to play it. I, I didn't. It was it was very good. And, and you and you weren't upset that you were Exo Man of War because essentially yeah, it was I heard just that. green lasered Iron Man. <laughs> that was it. They, I think the Iron Man costume they used in that game was was supposed to be similar to Exos, where it could just morph, like he could have like guns like kind of turn and like change from his arm instead of it just being repulsor blast. And who would have thought? I think a couple like what two decades later, Iron Man would have such suit. <laughs> right, he turns into samurais <laughs> and he fights ninjas on beaches. Are there ninjas? Yep. Are there ninjas? In that book, <laughs> yup. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got that. I mean, the number one came out uh, right around quarantine. Obviously, they weren't shipping stuff out at that time, so we haven't seen uh, a resurgence from um, uh, variant or valiant. Excuse me. Um, so kind of nice to see that there's, there's this book's coming back out. Uh, if you're interested, go pick it up. Let us know how it is. I probably am gonna skip it, like I've skipped all of Exo Man Wars books. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get into some Empire news. And I, I've been pretty outspoken about Empire, and not that it's bad. It just hasn't caught my attention because I don't care as much. And I know this is a big story to Marvel lore because it, it tying in the Kree Scroll War and making them allies now and having a new, uh, so to speak, enemy, which I kind of feel bad for. But like the book itself has pretty big ramifications for the the Marvel Universe as a whole. Uh, but this bit of news has a big change to Wakanda and Black Panther. So this is a spoiler alert for anybody who's reading Empire right now. Uh, and so this is going to be for the most recent issue of Empire. Uh, but this sees the Katadi, and the Katadi, if you're unaware, is the original race that lived on uh, Hala with the Kree. Uh, and when the scrolls first showed up and they were like, all right, we want to give you our technology, like, and they were still good guys. Um, well, I, yeah, okay, we'll call them good guys. Um, when they were like, we, we, for us to give you our technology, we want to see what you can do. And they had the Katadi build, you know, the Katadi were like these plant-based creatures that made this beautiful Garden of Eden kind of place where the Kree went and created this um, massive, uh, like, city. And the scroll picked the Katadi, and because of that, the Kree were pissed and tried to kill off all the Katati. So they've had a strenuous relationship with the Kree that goes for, for decades past this story of the Kree Scroll War. Uh, but the Katati are the main, so to speak, villains, although you can kind of really see where they're coming from in this. The Katati are essentially this very peaceful race that are now taking vengeance on how they were treated originally during that time on Hollow when the Kree started to slaughter them. Uh, so that's what's happening now and the reason why they're fighting. But one of the things that they're trying to do is they want to take Wakanda to get the vibranium to, to bolster their power. Uh, and T'Challa has this hard decision to make to, does he continue to go to war with, with plant-based creatures that can regrow the moment you kill them, who are eventually going to wear out his army uh, and take what they want, or does he do a very Doom War-esque you know, final solution, we'll say, for this war? and destroy the soil of Wakanda's. Now, we know in Doom War, he destroyed the Vibranium uh, to, to save 
uh, Wakanda from Doctor Doom. In this one, to save Wakanda from the uh, the Katati, he wants to destroy and irradiate the soil, which means that they can't regrow and they'd have to leave. But it does turn Wakanda into like a desolate wasteland. Right. No, I just wanted to add because you you brought it up. What I was going the point I was going to bring about was before he de- he destroyed all of the vibranium and. Like there was, there was none left. That's back now, comics. <laughs> oh well, yeah. There's that. He wait. You can comic back like vibranium back. It's... You can comic back anything. Well, I I do know there was comics. There was... Guess what? Here, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I'm now going to write a story where Uncle Ben was brought back to life by Doctor Strange, and boom, Uncle Ben's back. Now it's not <laughs> it's not Marvel canon. <laughs> But he's back. Now, now here's my thing, though. I, All I got to get Marvel to do is go, cool. <laughs> I do remember there being, like, other, <laughs> other types of vibranium, but it was, like, it wasn't, it's, it wasn't the same. Well, yeah, there was the Alaskan vibranium that dissolves metal. Right. I don't know. But this is different. This is, this, they want the standard vibranium, which at this point, uh, regardless, the decision to fight until their last breath is what he inevitably does, so they're going to continue to fight. He also has a much more powerful weapon now that, that Hulkling gave him, which is the merging of the, it's the Star Sword, also known as Excelsior. <laughs> yeah, well, fun, well, fun <laughs> fact. Uh, but it's a merger of both the Kree Sword and the uh, Scroll Sword, which both, uh, both, Whomever holds it is, is the king. Right. Well, if, but, but agreed upon by both warring sides. And Hulkling had it. Right. That's why the fraction, both fractions have come to, uh, come to terms and at peace. So Black Panther's wielding this sword right now. Um, so but he's basically the king of... Yeah, is uh, he, that's a good question. He's the king of Wakanda, the Skrulls, and the Kree. And the dead. Yes. And the dead. And the dead. That's a king of kings right yes, there. Yes, it is. <laughs> um... All right, let's go ahead and move on. Let's talk about some U.S. agent because we know we're getting him in that. Uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show. So guess what? He's coming back with a miniseries. Uh, yeah, you know, we saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Feature, who is the U.S. agent? U.S. agent is, in, in my definition, a bootleg Captain America. He was <laughs> he was gifted his powers or well, his, his abilities by, uh, I think it was AIM. The uh, the power broker. Oh, yes, the power See, broker. But John Walker, by the way. What happened? His name's John Walker. John Walker. What a name! It does. It's a it's a very fake Captain America name. <laughs> rip- mm-hmm. Steve Rogers, John Walker. Nice to meet you. <laughs> it's very very strong all American name. I'm, I'm discount. <laughs> I, I, I'm dollar store bin you. Wow. <laughs> He is. That is, that is true. Cap. All right. That is true. But yeah, uh, Power Broker gifted him his, his abilities. He was supposed to be, I believe he started off being kind of like a bad guy, then he wasn't. It's, it's U.S. agent's story is well, really this... convoluted. But he, became, he, was, he was the leader of the West Coast Avengers at one point, and him and Hawkeye did not see eye to eye a lot. Uh, didn't he's, didn't uh, see Hawkeye to eye? <laughs> He's also a dick. Okay. <laughs> wow, just going right for it. <laughs> just going. Hey, I'm calling a spade a spade. Uh, I mean, that's, y- what, that's y- exactly what he is. Yes, no, you, nobody likes him. Y- you called a dick a dick. That's what you. That's what you did. <laughs> that's what you did right there. 
Um, so yeah, this this mini series is going to see John Walker uh, no longer working for the government and being more freelance. So he's going to be able to do things he hasn't been able to do before. It's only going to be five issues. The writer himself had this really funny line where he said, uh, "He goes, you know, I, I I was very excited to come back to the Captain America universe and, and to write for Captain America, and then I found out who I'm actually writing, and I got a little upset." <laughs> he goes, "But it offered a great writing challenge." Um, definitely a challenge. Trying to sugarcoat this, but he definitely was not too keen on it. That uh, hopefully, like that, doesn't bode well for the book itself. Costume's cool. I like the new U.S. agent costume. So this is hey, you do this, and we'll give you something good. Yeah, make the yeah, make money. You you make this miniseries make money, and you get to be the new Guardians. But wait, right wait, that's really what it if, is. If he's not working for the government anymore, does he now become secret agent? Uh, secret agent man. <laughs> secret agent man. All right, that's that. Let's <laughs> let's move on to some more um some more Empire, but less Empire because it's more of a tie-in book. So, uh, most of the Fantastic Four currently is in space dealing with the uh, the Kree, mm-hmm. um, and and the Katadi. The, the Avengers are really dealing with the Katadi on Earth and on on the Moon, but mm-hmm. the Kree or the Fantastic Four is still in space with the Kree. The book opens up that way, which kind of had that. Um, they kept kind of teasing the. Avengers and Fantastic Four crossover, and that they might not see eye to eye, and this is why, part of why. So, Storm, uh, Storm, Sue, and um, Sue and Reed and uh, Ben, right? Ben Grimm's with yes. them, right? Yeah, Ben's with the Avengers. Um, so they are still dealing with the Kree, which leaves a new Fantastic Four that was born, that very reminiscent to an older Fantastic Four and a What If story that I loved, which is Spider Man. And Wolverine, part of this new version of the Fantastic Four with Valaria Richards and with Franklin Richards. So that is the Fantastic Four as of right now. But what made this book fun, which is them dealing with the Katati on Earth, right? Yep. Um, and what made the book fun was Wolverine and Franklin Richards. Because Franklin Richards, if you are unaware of who this is, is arguably the most powerful mutant in all of Marvel. Wolverine's apparently aware of who he is because he told him to stop acting like a little bitch. Pretty much, Matt. You were just gonna keep calling those spades, huh? Uh huh. <laughs> You're just gonna, just gonna keep going well, for it. I okay. have a newfound like, respect I, I... for Franklin because uh, he showed Wolverine who the bitch was. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is how it goes. We know that the Katadi are plant based, and they're getting overrun, and they have to open up a portal uh, to get back to Krakoa. But Wolverine's like, absolutely not. I do not want my plant based portal to Krakoa to allow the Katati to take control of it and didn't show up there whatever they want, so makes, not going to happen. Makes perfect sense. Right. I do not argue that at all. Makes no, sense. No, makes sense. And then Franklin Richards is like, well, what are we going to do? And Wolverine's like, well, you are an Omega-level mutant. Man up. So he says, cool. And with a cosmic-infused fist, punches Wolverine in the face. <laughs> and Wolverine respects him. <laughs> yeah, he does. Wolverine took the punch and was like, all right, kid. <laughs> He's like, you okay. know what? You, you That'll right. do, pig. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I babed him. He was babed. All right? He was flat out babed. Wow. <laughs> that'll do, kid. Wolverine bub, was like, that'll do, bub? He's, bub yeah, bub, he's there like, you go. That'll do, bub. You know what? That'll do. You're right. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the name of this issue. You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, all right. So that's that. 
that's it's just a fun story. Uh, it's a it's a tie-in book, so it doesn't really have much to do with the overall arcing story. Uh, it's just giving us an idea of what's happening with this new Fantastic Four on Earth, as well as where the X Men stand. And, and plus, Wolverine and Spider Man did get Fantastic Four costumes. They did. That's what I'm saying. That's why for anybody aware unaware of what I'm talking about in the uh, was it late '90s, early '90s, mid '90s, mid '90s, mid '90s. I want to say like '94 because it was it, in a what if where the Fantastic Four died. Hulk, Ghost Rider, Spider-Man, and Wolverine formed the new Fantastic Four, which was amazing. That was such a fun book. I really wish that would have continued. Hell, I would take an entire new book with just that team. Cause, which Hulk was it like, again? Uh, it was Professor Hulk. Uh, is Professor Hulk smarter I mean, than Spider-Man? It then? Uh, technically, because it's still Banner's brain. Yeah. Banner, he just can't get Parker. his. He just can't get as strong. Hmm. He didn't lose intelligence. He just can't get. He doesn't have the same strength. That's why people still to this day will argue that that Hulk could beat Superman because he was fighting Professor Hulk, who can't max out. Rage. He was, and I still argue that. Yeah. No. Um, okay. So <laughs> let's talk about the next bit of news, and I'm going to issue a huge spoiler alert because I know people. Who are reading this book, and I don't want to piss anybody else off again. You're screwed up. The I, first time. I know, I know, baby Huey. I know. Spo- Thank you. Spoiler alert. Thank you. Spoiler alert. Well, spoiler alert for for Dark Knight's death metal. Hi, Steve. Spoiler alert. So this goes into the la- again. Spoiler alert. But appara- but but stay with me here. The Batman who laughs died. Uh huh. All right, just let that sink in for a second. I remember we talked about that. But then, like, he didn't die because it's the Batman who laughs. Uh, and they take his brain and they put him into the body of Dr. Manhattan. But apparently, it was not the body of Dr. Manhattan, but it was the body of a Bruce Wayne from an alternate universe who became the new Dr. Manhattan. And then the story actually kind of works. Wait, the, what? The, that version of the Batman story worked actually kind of well. So, uh, first off, this is Batman Manhattan. Stupid which, name. Yes, I... Yes, it's dumb. <laughs> it's it's like literally the first thing that you thought of, and you were like, "Yeah, let's go with that." Batman Hatton, that's perfect. Um, so, but anyway, Doctor Batman Hatton, um, <laughs> Doctor Bat. So it was essentially. You remember the button? Yes. The button was uh, the book that happened right before uh, DC Rebirth. Yes. Um, and it was well, Rebirth is where we first got it. Then the button, and then before Rebirth actually came to a head, where we saw Doctor Manhattan, and we've got Dooms, uh, Doomsday Clock. Um, Rebirth and the button show Batman finding the smiley face button in the Batcave, where he realizes there's a there's a, a a power associated with the button, and he tries to replicate the same experiment that turned Doctor Manhattan into the the being that he became. Right, so that that same like explosion that he goes through, where he kind of disintegrates, right, and then eventually, like a week later, he starts to reform himself. That same thing happens to Bruce Wayne, but it's the device itself is turned on by the Batman who laughs. So the Batman who laughs creates this evil version of Bruce Wayne, Batman, Hatton. <laughs> yeah. So it, I, it works when you like in the the grand scheme of dark Batman. Like, as far as all of the origin stories, that's a pretty good it one. It sounds so convoluted, It makes sense. Though. It ties into Rebirth. I'll take it. What's it up? It sounds very convoluted, though. Dude, we're talking about Dark Knight's Metal. <laughs> this, this whole thing is wildly... Con- we saw a, a Flash that was half spider. It, we saw an Infinity Gauntlet made out of kryptonite. Dude, this whole story is convoluted. It, it, 
But there is one part of the story that Menti doesn't agree with. It's how he lobotomizes. Yeah, dude, you can't lobotomize Dr. Manhattan. So basically, the second after he uh, rematerialized, the second he popped out of the, uh, the chamber, the uh, Batman who last was there with his knife and stabs him and lobotomizes him. You can't run up on Dr. Manhattan. I don't care how long he's been Dr. Manhattan and just stab dude with a knife. <laughs> it's, it, you can't do it. There's no syringe in the world that you can just put into Dr. Manhattan's neck and he'll be like, cool. No, he'd form around the thing. <laughs> Doctor Manhattan I mean, isn't made out of flesh, right? He's he's all energy at this point. Well, he he what? Well, so they the panels they showed he was he was still like skin color and he was turning blue as he got stabbed. Like I get the thing that they were saying. They were saying, oh, so they're saying that before he even rematerial, like before he even disintegrated, they did this to him. No, no, he he, he disintegrated, rematerialized, but he re- rematerialized as himself as Bruce Wayne. Fell out of the tube, and then you see blue coming over his skin. But he rematerialized. I know. Like, that's enough. Just, <laughs> that's enough to say you can't just stab, I agree, bro. I agree with you. The same comics. That's dumb. But Baby Huey did come up with a cool idea, which is right now we know that there's a Wally West Manhattan running around yes. there. Yes. Yep. All right? Um, the- so will the Dark Knight's Metal book end with a Dr. Bat Manhattan and Wally West Manhattan going toe-to-toe? Uh, that would be kind of a cool book because you know Wally's gonna take that day in day out. I'm gonna edge because they're pow- I'm gonna edge that to Wally too because he also has the Mobius chair. Oh, we even forgot about that. Well, forget that. We were just saying he's gonna edge him out because of the Speed Force. Speed Force. That's enough. Like the Manhattan powers are gonna cancel each other out. That's that. But he's mainlies the the Speed Force in general. Mm. So he's got a lot more going. Wait, him. like if he decides, like, hey, this isn't working, I'm just gonna reverse time and then beat you again. But no, he already he he broke the speed force. Remember? Oh, that's true. The speed force is broken. That happened in Flash. Yeah, he's right. But he's Doctor Manhattan. He can, he can re- remake it. The speed force? Sure, why not? I, he, I mean, no, he's I, got a comics. point. He can just okay, remake I, it's it. It's fair. It's fair point. But I don't think I don't think his universe had a speed force. But he's in the DC universe now, and he's right. and he's the Flash who has the speed knows what the Speed Force is, so he can but in I don't his think, mind know what it is to make it. I don't uh, know. Well, but it's also it's also Dark Knight's Metal Batman. It's it's the Batman who laughs. So Bruce Wayne would figure it out. It's Bruce Wayne. It's Batman. It's evil Batman. He'd figure it out. <laughs> he'd make his own Speed Force. All right, let's keep this going because we're already thirty minutes and we're not even out of comics. So we're gonna keep, we're gonna move on through some of this pretty fast. First off, we've got who the uh, Joker the Jokers are for the Black Label DC Three Joker event that's coming out. We have Criminal Joker, Clown Joker, and Killing Joke Joker. Uh, so Criminal is gonna be the nineteen forties base Joker who was the crazy psychotic one who's like who really paved the way for how, how the Joker should and always be. But then we got that weird area uh, era in uh, the 50s for the comic, uh, comic Code Authority. Uh, they couldn't have him just murdering people <laughs> left and right. So now we got a very clown, kind of goofy one. Like we had the, um, the Laughing Fish. Like super, super Friends like, type yeah, Joker. Goofy Joker. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Killing Joke Joker, which is an iconic Joker. We all know from the Killing Joke storyline with I'm going to push – uh, you know, uh, Gordon to his limits by doing terrible, terrible, terrible things that I want to rehash. So awful, awful things. So yes, that's that book. And if they decide to let that book play out in the DC universe and not just the Black Label, you know, side universe, apparently the ramifications of the end of that story will change DC, the DCU forever. It would be a bloodbath. Or you know, ever. it would change. It would change things in the executive level. <laughs> <laughs> it would. It would rewrite the way we know DC. <laughs> you know what? That, that 
this ending is so bad they had to fire everybody. That's yeah. That's what you want to do. What? <laughs> they they better make this good. I already got my doubts. So. Yeah, but you're a skeptical person in general. Yeah. That's not. Eh, well, uh, eh. Yeah. When it comes to comics, you tend to like, oh, this is gonna suck. That's, you are an Eeyore when it comes to comic books. That's not always true. You're not the same way with movies, but with books, you tend to be negative first. Do I? Which is good. That's probably why you like a lot more books, because you assume they're going to be trash. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but we don't have time for this rabbit hole features. <laughs> so, Baby Huey, what's going on with uh, Power Rangers? So, we got our first look at uh, the new uh, Draken book, which is called uh, New Dawn. At the end of the Ranger Slayer one-shot, you saw that the Ranger Slayer, who is uh, Kimberly, uh, she basically took over as the new Draken on Draken's homeworld. This is going, it's a three-part series. It's going to dive into her trying to fix everything that Draken destroyed. Oh, wow. And her first, her first thing she's doing is going to his fortress, and supposedly there is a fan-favorite villain in there that we, that we haven't seen in a while. So who knows who it's going to be? Lord Zed. I'm saying Goldar. Eh. I'd still be cool with that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Getting into some TV news. The first one's real easy. Uh, the guy who played, um, what's his name? Iceman? What's Sean Ashmore. That's his name. That guy. He's at Comic-Con a lot. Uh, anyway, yes, Sean, Sean Ashmore is going to be playing Lamplighter, who they talked about in the first season of The Boys. He's essentially their Green Lantern, although nothing like Green Lantern. <laughs> but that's who he was supposed to represent on that team. Uh, and we remember that that chair was empty. Uh, and that's what allowed Starlight to join the team in the first place to recreate the Seven. Uh, so this is going to dive into the reason that he's no longer on the team. I thought he died. Apparently, I I, I'm wrong. I could say he died or somebody killed him. But, you know, it, it doesn't seem like he's going to be in, in um, flashbacks. It seems like he's going to be a legit character that explains, like, where he stands. and Whatever. We'll find out when the actual show comes yeah. out. But I like that they're kind of crossing in. I like that actor in general. So, cool. I'll get a little lamp later. Um, all right, moving on from there. Tonight, go ahead. He lights lamps. Go ahead, just, just get it out of the way. Tonight is the season fi- or series finale of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Menti's very excited. Wow. Job well done for some of them. 136 episodes is going to end on. That's, that's a lot. Kudos. You know what? That was the little engine that could. And they did confirm that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is in its own timeline. That is the little engine that couldn't, but yet somehow still could. <laughs> So it's it's in its own timeline. Uh, they've changed some things in the past, and so I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Well, we know with Branch Universe theory, that's not necessarily true. They're just in a their their timeline still intersected, and they're they're still traveling on that same timeline in the modern DC so, universe, or well, Marvel to, universe. To, to fix everything that that messed up, they have to do more than just putting the stones back. <laughs> People have died, so. All right, so after that, we've got um, the dedicated X-Men section in uh, Disney Plus is kind of cool, and it points to bigger things. There are rumors that the original X-Men animated cartoon that we all grew up loving with the... Anyway. All right, all right. Rabbit hole. I know. I started us. I started us down this path. Yeah, you did. I know. I get it. I'll take it. I would love it if it comes back. But apparently, the original voice actors are back. The original producers are back. Like, they, it's, if it's true, we might be getting a, a, a not a reboot, a continuation of uh, the X-Men animated series a la, uh, what, Clone Wars? Hope it'd be very interesting because this series finale of that show ends with uh, Xavier leaving. Yeah, he, was dying. he went to the Shi'ar. Mm. He went to the Shi'ar to get to he get the uh, healed or cured or whatever. Correct. 
and, and hopefully the animation's better. That last no. season, the last season, the last season was done by a different company. Horrible animation. Keep it crappy. No. I want to feel like the 90s again. I wanted the prior seasons, which was amazing. All right, let's let's get into movie news. Real quick, first one, very funny. Robert Pattinson tried to hide the fact that he auditioned for Batman for Christopher Nolan. That's a very funny story. Go, going over just the, the highlights of it, uh, the movie <laughs> Tenet that he stars in uh, is a Christopher Nolan flick, and he said that he had family issues and he had to leave set, and Christopher Nolan already knew that the Batman auditions were going on and stopped him dead in his track. and was like, you're going to audition for the Batman movie, are you? (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. it's a good thing that he did because it worked out well for him. All right, moving on from that, we got our first reveal of uh, Wonder Woman's 1984 Cheetah in the form of a doll. Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. It's gross. It's not not good. It's it's, it's bad. It 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 looks like... It looks like Lady Gaga in like the seventies in cosplay. We'll leave a picture in the comment section. <laughs> it doesn't. It does it, not look good. It's horrible. So yeah, there's that. Uh, after that, we've got our first look of Steppenwolf uh, in the Snyder ver- Snyder cut version of Justice League. Looks super dope, uh, just like we saw him in the that little tease that we got in uh, BBS. That uh, the the deleted scene that never you know you know what I'm talking about. That deleted scene where we saw him in the like the the puddle area talking to. Um, well, not Alexander Luther. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was Alexander Luther. Yeah, it was. It was the non-Lex Luther inside of uh, the Kryptonian the ship. Lex, Lex Light. Lex Light. Uh, all right. So, and then some real fast ones for video game news. Uh, well, first off, maybe before that, Sandman the audio adaptation uh, is topping the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, so, if you have an Audible account, even if you don't, you can sign up. Get two free books. That can be the one, and Lock and Key can be the other. Uh, and listen to those adaptations. They're great. Neil Gaiman's doing a phenomenal job. It's uh, it's really well done. It's about 10 hours long. It's worth your time. Uh, from there, Marvel Contest of Champions has a new game that just finally released its trailer uh, called Realm of Champions, uh, which is going to play very similar to that, but a, but a, a new, uh, new characters, new ways to customize. Uh, if you're into Contest of Champions, be on the lookout for that. Uh, then we also have Rocksteady confirms that they are going to be doing a Suicide Squad game. Uh, not but so much is known about that, but I'm down for new Rocksteady games based on other DC properties outside of Batman. Like, bring it on. Give, give, give me, give, let me get Rock City to do like, uh, I still want that Flash game. Do you remember that Flash game that never actually came out? Yeah. Where like, if you ran fast enough, you could phase through objects. Rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, good point. All right. <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up from here. <laughs> okay. All right. Someone tell me Minty, to do that thing. Minty, do that thing. Do. That thing. I'm going to do that thing. Do that, do that thing. All right, you can find the show at Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, we appreciate all the support we've been given thus far. Thank you so much for all the likes, the comments, the sharing. The sharing of the show is huge. I love every time I see someone share it. Uh, anyone I've seen now wearing <laughs> Fireside face masks, that still cracks me up to say. <laughs> anyone who's checking out the merch over at Moshko Collectibles website, uh, thank you so much. Uh, once a, again, I'm Menti. And I'm Take features. a picture and put it in the uh, Fireside post. And I'm Baby Huey. All right. Deuces. Deuces. Star Sword. <laughs> I, I, was wait- I was waiting. I was waiting. All right. I'm out. Deuces. Excelsior. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, oh, there, I, I see my waveforms.